The Money Wellness Podcast presented by the Finance Bar was created to dissect how our thoughts and emotions impact our financial decisions. I am your host, Marsha Barnes, and I'll provide practical prescriptions to improve the health of your finances. We'll discuss everything from incorporating financial wellness into your self-care routine, caring for aging parents, navigating the 50th bridesmaid request, and learning how to tackle financial anxiety with ease. Get ready for a financial checkup. This won't hurt one bit. This episode is sponsored by Smarty Pig, the free high-yield online piggy bank. Smarty Pig is a unique savings account designed to help you save for specific goals. You can set multiple financial goals that may be funded with scheduled recurring contributions from an existing checking or savings account, so you can set it and forget it. Plus, Smarty Pig helps you stay on track with a goal planner, helpful reminders, competitive interest rates, referral bonuses, and more. Smarty Pig was designed to help put you in control of your own goal planning and financial independence by helping you build a save, then spend mentality and being rewarded for doing so. Visit SmartyPig.com to learn more and to start saving today. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Money Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Marsha Barnes, and today's topic is a big one. Um, I've been hearing about it a lot. I've been also dealing with it a lot. We are going to discuss uh, some things to consider when caring for aging parents or relatives. But let me share this with with you first. Um, I read um, some information uh, with a survey that was done by AARP that there are over 40 million people serving as caregivers and are unpaid And additionally, there are more than 10 million millennials that are caring for their parents or other family members. And the big picture of this is very simply how to navigate this transition when you are also just really, truly learning how to care for yourself financially. Many of us are still working full-time jobs, whether you are employed or you are self-employed. Uh, there's a lack of planning in place to become caregivers, whether it's based on location, you know, where your parents or relatives may be in comparison to where you are, lack of planning as relates to finances. And then this is a big one also because many of us are still very unaware of the physical or financial health of our relatives and what this looks like with our behaviors is that sometimes unexpectedly there are doctor's appointments that you need to attend again with your parents or whoever you may be leaning towards becoming a caregiver for living arrangements someone in your family because of their condition they may need to come live with you and where you live, it may not be um, large enough or you may not have space for them. And that's something that you have not planned for. I have a personal connection to this. I shared in a previous episode that uh, my dad was diagnosed with cancer. He was diagnosed with cancer actually before I ever even started the finance bar. And I can't remember the exact year or the month. 
and my dad, when my parents got divorced, my dad didn't marry again. My mom is now retired, but she is remarried. And some things that we need to be considering when preparing to become a caregiver. So caregiver, if you think about it in your mind, you may not even visualize yourself at this stage in your life, but caregiving could look many different ways. Caregiving, what you may first think of is you having to care for someone that may have a medical condition or um, an illness or someone may be um, getting older or more seasoned in life and you are now having to take care of them meaning that you may even visualize this as someone that you literally have to feed. They can't feed themselves. They can't bathe themselves. They can't get themselves dressed, and they certainly can't drive themselves anywhere. That's one vision of what being a caregiver may look like for you. What we don't think about often is sometimes caregiving could also look like if someone in your family, let's say parent or someone that raised you, even a guardian, has a need for you to help them with their monthly bills. Maybe you are paying uh, the premium on their life insurance policy. Maybe you are paying the premium um, on their health insurance. Or maybe you are someone that you just simply, you're responsible for purchasing their groceries each month. That could also look like what a caregiver is. So if you think about yourself when we're, we're discussing this topic, I want you to think of many ways that being a caregiver may show up in your life. But I want us to now jump into what we need to consider when we're preparing to become this is number one, the importance of offering understanding, just offering understanding and realizing that oftentimes for the people that we love that are aging, their financial mindset and experiences and how they approach them may be worlds apart from how we vision what life should look like we may believe that they should be able to take care of themselves or we hear a lot about having long-term insurance in place and they don't, so now they have to have someone to care for them. But because we're more knowledgeable now in the world of finances in comparison to many, 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 many years ago that we think because we have an awareness, our parents or guardians should have also had that awareness. And that's not always true. So number one is the importance of offering understanding and recognizing that different generations and how they manage money and experiences, very different. But another way to ease yourself into this so that you at least know what's going on with your parents or your guardians is to consider becoming a power of attorney for them. And this is something that I did. It's just reaching out to an attorney that manages these types of things. There are several different types of power of attorneys. There are medical power of attorneys. There are financial power of attorneys. This varies based on the need that you have. For many attorneys, it's only a couple hundred dollars. Oftentimes when we think about planning and things of that we think that it's gonna cost us a lot of money and many times in some cases it does in this case it does not and this allows us to have access to our parents information we have access to know what medications they are on we have access to know who their doctors are it gives us access to be able to talk to their doctors and their nurses and for them to give us 
um, a clear view of what's happening with our loved ones, what stage they are in, um, of this, if whatever is happening with them can be turned around. And honestly, oftentimes doctors have great insight into what that person's needs will be. Example, they may have a condition where they just need to get better and they may need someone to help care for them for three months. Or they may be in a position where a doctor tells you they're going to need someone to care, care for them for the rest of their life. That is why this is so important because oftentimes with our parents or some of our relatives, they don't know how to communicate to us what the doctor is saying to them. Sometimes, depending on their age, they may not fully understand it themselves. So being a power of attorney for them gives you access and a clear view of what's going on with their lives without having to ask them. So I talked a little bit about a medical power of attorney. A financial power of attorney is very simple. If you are someone that you're worried about how do I fit in? Am I going to have to quit my job to come care for my parents? Um, am I going to have to help pay their monthly expenses? Being a financial power of attorney gives you access to their money to see what they have. Simply put, you're able to see what they have. You're able to see how they have been using their money. You're able to see what they've been paying each month. This just gives you a way to start researching and just gathering information. Again, oftentimes our challenge or our stress level comes from just what, what's happening with our parents' health and their finances. It's often the two stressors when it comes to thinking about becoming a caregiver. Can I afford to support them? Will I have to support them financially? And how well are they doing? Typically the greatest stressors for us. Another one that's really important is if you are someone that's leaning towards becoming a caregiver is establishing a routine. For many of us they, that may still be working and we are unable to quit work, we have to have a certain level of routine in our life. We can't just stop. And because there are so many millennials and many of us that are just still very young, um, and this is our true story, establishing a routine says that if I have to go care for mom, do I need to do her grocery shopping? Am I going to do this once a month on the first Sunday of the month? Am I going to have to go see her every week and check in every week? What day is that going to be that I'm going to do that? If I have to clean for them, making sure that there's a calendar, if they have any upcoming doctor's appointments that you have to attend with them, really getting a good grasp on establishing a routine is key so you don't feel that your life has been uprooted by what's happening. It's just establishing a routine so you can plug this thing that's happening in your life to your normal schedule. Another one that's really important is uh, soliciting the help of others. Remember that you are only one person and that getting the help of family or even friends in that area, or even a home health care service for more professional assistance. When you don't solicit the help from others, it can bring on unintentional neglect and personal burnout. And I recall one of my peers sharing with me that her mom was in a health care facility 
and she was in the States, but my peer lived in a different country. So one thing that helped her out a lot is that she had a really great friend um, in the same city and state where her mom was at the healthcare facility, and she would go every week to check on my, you know, my peer's mom. So I think oftentimes we think about soliciting the help of uh, other family members, but I think in friendships, as our friendships grow and evolve, we really need to start thinking about how our friends can actually show up in our life when we truly, truly need them. Meaning that if our parents are aging, there's something happening with our children, what does that look like for us? So in short, making sure that you're soliciting the help of others. And the last one is the importance of communicating often. Because it's so easy to really get focused on just getting things done, taking care of the issue, Um, We make knee-jerk decisions and we're just trying to get finished for whatever that task is that needs to happen. It's also important to maintain an open line of communication with your parents so that they understand what's going on and the newly established routine. When I was first trying to rally my parents, I'll say it again, I have mom and dad, mom remarried, daddy did not remarry. My father-in-law passed away, so it's just my mother-in-law now. When I had to rally everyone to go get their power of attorneys, their first question was, what does this look like? What does this look like? Who's going to pay for it? Where do I go? Do I have to have an appointment? Like, that's the first stage. But getting there, once you can get uh, beyond getting a power of attorney for them, for yourself, it gives you access. So now you're not having to go around to everyone to ask them what's happening in their lives. You can go to the doctors yourself and ask questions. Or if it's a financial power of attorney, you can have access to be able to view their accounts and what's happening in their life. And that's a lot in itself. But making sure that you're keeping the lines of communication open with your parents just to let them know, here's what's happening Here is why it's happening. Here's why I'm doing it. But also here's why I am asking you to do it because I don't understand what's happening. I don't have a full understanding of what's happening with your health. And I certainly don't have a full understanding of what's happening with your finances. And as you age, mom, dad, or whoever that you may have to become a caregiver for, it's important that everyone has open levels of communication open where there are levels of transparency. So my tip for you and the homework for this conversation is that if you have not already started this, is to have a very lighthearted conversation with your parents or guardian, or as I mentioned before, anyone that you could potentially become the caregiver for. There are just too many instances where uh, things are happening, life is happening so fast, Deaths are happening that are unexpected and we don't even have an awareness of what was going on with our family members. And when there's not a level of awareness or access, then after something happens, that's when we try to figure out and we are working from a place of confusion when we don't have to do that. So this is, again, another topic around where it's super important to be proactive opposed to reactive when it comes to caring for aging parents or um, a relative, I shared this at the top of the conversation, over 40 million people right now are serving as caregivers, and many of them are unpaid. And there are, at least at the time of this recording, 
at least 10 million millennials are doing that. So we're talking about even a younger population that are having to become caregivers. So please make sure that you tap into this topic. Um, And I want to share that if you are someone that uh, needs more information on this, we have the Finance Bar Members Club where our pro experts join us every single month to dive deeper into topics like this. If you are interested in joining us and being a part of our community, you can visit us at thefinancebar.com backslash join. So until next time, take great care.